Okay, so welcome back. I hope everyone had a lovely festive break. Um, and happy new year. No, everyone's probably sick of hearing that, but it's the first time that we're coming to you saying happy new year. So Elias. Um, I hope everyone's ready for our first rants of twenty twenty four. Are you girls? No. <laughs> Always raring to go. Right then, let's buckle up, bitches. Hello and welcome to the brand new and very first episode of Jen and Barrett, the podcast of 2024. Woo! <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> um, okay, well, that's enough of the festivities. We're fucking fed up preparing about Christmas and New Year yeah. now. Um, so how was everyone's breaks? With me today are Ellie and Mel. How are you both doing, girls? Yeah. As um, me, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I'm doing all right. You um, sound so deflated. <laughs> yeah, like everyone thinks that as soon as it ends midnight um, on the new year, like everything's going to change. But I'm still saying me, like what Mel's name is, New Year, same me. Um, oh. So yeah, so this week I've just got I've gone back to work on Monday because I had last week off, and it's just I've literally let myself go, as you can see. Like <laughs> my hair's greasy. <laughs> Oh, I've tried, me and Erin, I've tried to get into it fitness-wise because we have our, like, wedding dresses and wedding suits trying on later on in the year and I get married next year, so I really need to sort myself out, but I'll leave the rest of that for the New Year resolution yeah. part, but... Plus, we're only 11 days into January, so, like, yeah, don't be too hard on yourself. Maybe when it comes to February, give yourself a break in January. No, honestly, I've said, like, if we're not into it by the 1st of February, like, I'm go- we're going to have a meltdown. Like, I'm going to have a meltdown <laughs> because, <laughs> like, it's going to get to April and then it'll be, like, summer and then it'll be, like, a year to the wedding and I'm just, oh. <sighs> you can do yeah. right. It's only the start of the year. We can, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I have said to him, listen, like, this week we've both gone back to work. We need to kind of, like, be kind to ourselves, mm. but, yeah. It's getting into that routine as well. Yeah, it's hard. Like when you be out over Christmas, it's hard to get back into it again. Honestly, I could have happily not gone back to work. Because I happily just quit my job, but got paid bills, I suppose. <laughs> got to pay for the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mel, how was your festive break? Okay, it was really good. Didn't really do very much, to be honest, but that was quite nice. Like, I hate like, doing loads of stuff like on holidays because then you've Whenever you're done and you go back to work, you're like, did I even get a break there? But uh, Octo was really nice. That she just ate and drank. And yeah, that was about the height of it. But Octo was really nice. But yeah, like you, Ellie, I'm like really, really struggling to get back into. Like every morning I get up for work and like I cannot get up in the morning. And I'm like, what is actually wrong with me? Like you'd think I was like 80 or something. But yeah, struggle box is real. It is that though, Faden, though. It's like, We'll get into it in our, our section about the new year and stuff, but it's just a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like, especially after feeling over Christmas. Like, I always feel like um, Christmas, New Year, it's like a really strange time of the year because, like, you feel like you've so much to do over Christmas. 
the build up to it and everything and all the celebrations you have to see friends you have to see family like you feel like you have to do all this stuff but at the same time over Christmas you feel like you aren't doing anything and you're being lazy and you're not doing enough even though you are it's like that weird kind of mixture yeah. it's really really strange and like you um, build yourself up so you do all your work for like the December you tie everything up and work so that um, you can have this break but then like Mel said there's comes like a period where you just a non-stop like yeah. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day and then like before you know it, it's New Year like I got to like the 27th and I was going for a meal on the 27th for family and I said mm-hmm. to her and like are we gonna get any days where we just like are so lazy and don't do anything because I, I've I'm off work to have a Christmas break and yeah. like I've not had a break <laughs> so that's yeah. why I ended up um last week I was only meant to be off till Wednesday and I ended mm-hmm. up ringing them and saying like I'm not coming back till Monday because I just needed like need two that. days to not do anything but then don't you feel really guilty that you don't do anything on those days even though yeah. you mentally need it it's yeah we're never fucking happy. This yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that old guilt. I'm just like, nobody talk to me. I'm just going to lie in bed. I'm going to have a great time. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I can honestly couldn't give a fuck. Oh, I love that. Teach us your ways. <laughs> just a lazy bitch. <laughs> Here, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> How was your week, Kevin? Oh, yeah, it was grand. I'm pretty much the same as you. It's like over Christmas. Like, I felt like we were doing a lot. But at the same time, we did have those days where, like, you didn't go to bed till like one pm because <laughs> you were just like, because you stay off so late the, the like the following night, and then if you're having drinks and you're seeing people and stuff, it's it's just a lot. But at the same time, you feel like you're doing nothing, which is so so strange. But lovely break. Um, but I'm struggling to get back into your routine, like what Mel said. I am struggling to get up in the mornings because I, I don't have the motivation. It's just like, oh, and January is such a depressing month anyway. So um, it's hard to go back to your routine after being out of a routine for like two weeks. Yeah. Um. But enough with that. Uh, we're gonna go straight into the news and popular culture. So it's you know it's only the eleventh of January, but like so much has fucking happened. Um, in these eleven days, so I have a lot of news to go through, but I'm only gonna talk about fifty percent of it, and then we'll save it for later episodes. Um. Otherwise, this podcast could be four hours long and we do not want that. Um, so, the first news story I'm going to talk about, or not really news, but have you all seen the film Saltburn? Yes. I haven't. I'm like on the fence about whether to watch it or not because the reviews are so mixed. I'm like, oh, do it, do it not? I don't know. So... so- we So, if you are going to watch it, it's, if anyone's got Amazon Prime, it's included in your Prime subscription. So, Mel, if you want me to log in details, if you don't have it, I'll hook you up. <laughs> but you know, Nick was like banging on about all over Christmas. Oh my God, you should watch Saltburn, which is what Saltburn It's like, it's the all people have been talking about. So, me, Nick, and Sinead sat down on New Year's Day to watch Saltburn. And do you know what? It is a good film. But there's just a few things yeah. in it that are just a bit like, what the fuck moments. Um, yeah. And I don't kind of want to spoil it for you because you, you need to see it. But I'm sure you've seen the memes of like the bathtub and the candles sure. and, the, and all that there stuff. Heard <laughs> 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 some, uh, yeah, some things to watch out for. Yeah, there's three scenes in particular. Um, the last, well, the first two really, they make me gag. Yeah. Because. I was actually gagging. Like, there's a story about a bathtub and the water in it. The second one is about blood. And the third story is about um, 
humping something really. Um, that's what I'm looking for here for LA. Oh, humping something very. Yeah, sacrilegious in a way, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Try racing on something. (laughs) Um, But overall, it is a very good film. It's just out there. It's weird. Like, he, I think he'll win loads of awards for this, Barry Keown. Um, And Sophie Alex Baxter, Murder on the Dance Floor, is now back in the charts again because it's it's played at the end of the film. Um, So she's getting a revival from it. So it's doing a lot of good in the world. (laughs) <laughs> yeah the soundtrack's so good the soundtrack is amazing um the memes from it are hilarious there's a meme about liverpool like do they what was it do they have rehab up there or what was it the line that... oh yeah the um the family say something about yeah i think it's like don't they, they don't have rehab over there yeah it's like where is liverpool <laughs> it's like, yeah it's by the sea <laughs> um it is funny um but it is don't maybe eat while you're watching it at certain bits yeah. Um, but definitely give it a go and let us know when you have watched it. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to talk about it, but I don't want to spoil it for you because I feel like you won't watch it the same way if you know what's happening. Fair. Yeah, I went into it quite blind. Even though Emily had seen it in the cinema, she mm-hmm. just said all you need to know is that it's out there and it's like not what you'd expect. So no. I kind of knew it would be weird, but I didn't know how weird it got. Yeah. 100%. So moving on, so we didn't know spoilers. <laughs> so just go watch it, everybody, if you haven't seen it already. Um, okay, the next one is all about Jeffrey. Is it Epstein, Epstein? What the hell is his name? I think Epstein. Epstein. Um, so his documents were released, um, was it last week? Or was it before Christmas or was that last week? I can't remember. Uh, not that it really matters, to be honest. But... Um, a big list of names was a thousand page document was released and what the whole world's really interested in is like whose people's names are on the list. So um the big people obviously Prince Andrew's on there, Michael Jackson, uh Stephen Hawking is in there. Um and the memes about him are oh my god. <laughs> it, we're gonna go to hell for laughing at that. Um Bill Clinton's on there, obviously that woman, what's her name? Gislaine. Gislaine Maxwell, what you call her? I have no clue. Um David Copperfield's on there, Donald Trump's on there. And then there were names that I was really, really shocked about. But then Shanid was saying if they're named in the documents, they might have just been brought up in conversation. <laughs> they're not actually named as like a perpetrator. So Cameron Diaz is on there. I was like really shocked at that because I was like, oh my god, I love Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Um, Numi Campbell's on there. Um, who else is on there? Like the loads of people's names um are are on this. But obviously the more serious perpetrators are like Prince Andrew. I was watching The Crown last week to finish an off the series, and it just makes you really angry because like they always speak about Harry and Meghan and like how bad they done like how bad they are apparently the royal family don't want Harry and Meghan's popularity or want them to be popular sorry Um, and they blame her and all this shit for whatever Harry even and then you've got Prince Andrew who done all the stuff he did allegedly Um, and then the queen or the king whatever you want to call them pay off his victims 
But then our country said we've got no money for healthcare systems and all that there. That it's just it's ridiculous to be honest. Like how high up you are, you can be protected. And there were four names that were, were retracted or redacted, whatever that is, like blind yeah. out black, on these reports. And I bet yeah, King Charles is one of them. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, but imagine. <laughs> I reckon. You're like, here first. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's crazy though. Like, why are they redacted? Is it because they're that powerful? Like, they've got to be. If yeah. Donald Trump's not being redacted, then it's got to be yeah. someone higher than him. A hundred percent. Um, and then it just goes into more detail in the documents about like transcripts of conversations and witness testimonies and um, kind of like not employment files, but like tracking down and finding sourcing these girdles for people and then their stories about what they've done like massages and stuff for like Donald Trump and Bill Clinton and it's just horrible to be honest um so yeah I don't know what what will become of it now I think there's an ongoing court case isn't there or something um yeah I think the files were something to do with her weren't they she's like in prison now yeah so hopefully the victims can get some kind of retribution. But yeah, it's just it was just fascinating when all the names came out. You're like fucking hell. But then not not all the names I've mentioned would have done any serious shit. I don't think. Um. Anyways, moving on. Have you heard about pints of wine? <laughs> yes, I not. <laughs> <laughs> Wine <laughs> are apparently going to be coming into the UK thanks to Brexit. So um we had to adhere to EU laws where we had to sell wine in certain sizes. Um but now on we'll be able to both to buy both still and sparkling wine in two hundred milliliter, five hundred milliliter, and five hundred and sixty-eight milliliter, which is a pint size measures as well as a standard bottle of 750 ml and a half bottle of 375 ml which are the old original sizes um so yeah you're going to be able now to go into a witherspoons and get a pint of wine oh i literally God. love that like that's like a summer like beer garden like oh, just get me a wee pint of wine there would you <laughs> <laughs> I, I have heard though that um UK winemakers aren't going to, to manufacture these new bottles because it means more costs. So the wine that is going to be in those sizes is going to be like your Australians, your France, your Frenchs, your South African wines because apparently the UK manufacturers don't want to do it. But then you should be supporting your your local businesses. So I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure what's going to happen there. But it's just funny you'll be able to go in to a bar and get a pint of white wine. I can't imagine getting a pint of red wine, fucking hell. Oh um, my it would have to be white with a lot of ice because that would go warm very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> or like rosé. But does it, it come in a pint glass? Or like, how are oh, they going to... Yeah, because like, I don't... Mm. <laughs> it's working out. Are you going to make a new glass? Because I knew you can get those big glasses you can fit a bottle into. Yeah. But like, That's going to be huge wine glass though. I, I'm in really intrigued. In bars. How it's going to... We served. Yeah. It's going to remind me of being a fucking student if I buy a pint of wine that comes in a bloody pint glass. That's like what you used to drink in house parties. Pint of Echo Fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's going to come Echo Falls in the summer. Lovely. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's going to be um quite funny. And um, we have Brexit, Brexit to thank for that. 
So I've heard people when it got announced though they were saying oh that's that's really what we need of everything we are struggling with in the country at the minute that's right fucking give us pints of wine that means that Saturday night on Annie is gonna be even fucking worse <laughs> but I'm not gonna complain if I go into a pub and get a pint of wine happy fucking days um I wonder how much it would cost as well pint of wine Right enough. So the glass is dear enough, like, so. Yeah, because if you think a bottle, like, the cheapest you'd ever get a bottle of wine in the bar would be maybe be like £22. Yeah, and that's £7. Probably be like £15 or something, I would say. Okay, that's distortionate. Right. No. God, no way. Because even, like, medium or large glasses now are like seven, eight quid. Yeah. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Anyways, a lot better. Um, next story. Now, this is like a year old, like decades old story about the post office drama, but it's kind of been brought up again and brought back into everyone's attention because of the ATV drama that was on in the first week of January and um, called Mr. Bates versus the post office. Um, I don't, do you know the backstory to this? The scandal, it's horrible. No, yeah, I've not really looked into it, I'll be honest. So, this isn't a factual podcast, so I'm not going to tell you everything. Like factual is just my take on it, to be honest, from watching the documentary and reading the bit on it. So uh, the post office scandal is basically a decade, decades old um, situation where it's one of Britain's biggest miscarriages of justice. Um, it's the wrongful convictions of hundreds of post office workers due to a faulty software computer program called Horizon that. Fe- I can't say it, Fujitsu, um, kind of operated, controlled, maintained. Um, and it's it's actually a 20-year scandal. And people were actually sent to prison. Others were made bankrupt. They lost their livelihoods. They had to pay back money that the post office said went missing. Um, some people actually committed suicide over there. So it, it's very, very serious. Um so the whole reason why the post office went after these post office workers was when the new system went live um, at the end of every shift the post office worker had to balance their kind of their income what they had in stock their expenditure all their transactions and the computer system for a lot of people were saying that um, there was money missing and in one example in the TV drama there was a woman who's said that like on her computer software like the two thousand pound was missing. So she rang the helpline. They goes like, you know, this isn't happening to anyone else. So essentially lying because the call center was aware this was happening and they just covered it up. And right in front of her she's seen without touching any buttons her loss doubled to like four grand. So there were there was like it was a dodgy computer system. Um the post office covered it up. Loads of people's lives were ruined. People got criminal convictions. They were still pinning. And it took them years to actually get win their court case over this. There was like um, a union of all these um, post office workers who were wrong. So they came together, um, hired a lawyer or something, and won a court case like fucking not even that long ago. I don't even think. Um, but the criminal convictions were not going to be lifted off the people who had went to jail and stuff. So they have to appeal it now. Um, and I think some of the appeals have went through. Others are still fighting for it. But overall, I think there were 
400, it's either 455 or 555 post office workers at that point in the court case. And they won, don't quote me on this, it must be like 200 and something million. Maybe it was only 20 something million, but it was like around that number, between 20 million and 200 million. And the lawyers were doing it for free, like a pro bono kind of case up until that point. So if they didn't win, the lawyers wouldn't have made any money. But the lawyers did take their fee from that money, so it didn't leave them with that much to divide between the 555 people. And they only got, in the end, like 20, 25 grand each. And that wasn't going to cover people's, like, losing their they're losing their post office and their home. They were bankrupt, all that. It was, that money was not going to change their lives. So, I'll be fucking fuming. That's horrible. Um, and the former CEO, EO of the post office, managing director Paula Venels. Um, she was never brought up on criminal charges, even though she knew that it was a faulty system from her email tracks. Um, and she was actually in 2019, after all this drama, given a CVE by the royal family. And now people have signed a petition um, and she is handing it back, which is the right thing to do, but still, but bitch. And the worst thing is, she was a fucking vicar. As well. <laughs> what? That's so bad. I didn't I'd keep hearing about it in the news, but I've not like read into it. Yeah. Didn't really want, I've not been watching the news. Um so I didn't I knew it was a big thing, but oh my god, that's really bad. I didn't realise it was that. Yeah. So no loads of people now are coming out and saying we're gonna boycott boycott the post office. But then yeah. a lot of people who actually work in post offices are coming out saying please don't do that because it's our livelihoods. We we yeah thankful for the support but please it's how we earn our money but it's just fucking mental like people That's kill themselves so over the stress about like it's just it's disgusting and then their lives will forever be changed and they're never going to get their lives back and the, the worst way part is before. yeah the worst part is the ones who are in prison they're not just being let out well i don't think there's anyone in prison anymore i think they served um. their time at that point, it was only like like nine months or a year or two years or whatever. It wasn't like long, long sentences. Um, but yeah, it's... That's terrible. It's disgusting. And like, it's just... The more the more as the years go on, the days, the months, whatever, trust nobody. Trust nothing that anyone tells you. Like, you have to learn all these things yourself. Like, if someone sets an estate in front of you, just assume that's a human being. Don't assume that stake. Look, yeah. you hear all. We're going to talk more about stories next week about Hillary Clinton. Apparently, is a cannonball. Oh my um, god, Jesus! <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, like, don't do not take anything for face value. Do you know what I mean? And don't trust the royal family. Don't trust the royal family. Like, do not get me started in them cunts. Like, yeah, just it's it's horrible. So, and the they must off- have known about it, mustn't they? Well, the Royal Mail did know post office covered it up um and with the drama coming out last week um it stirred up a lot more stuff and it's being talked about now in in the government um, in the house of commons and everything again so hopefully they'll get more justice and more kind of money for what they've been through not that will ever make a difference like but yeah um continuing that theme then with money grabbing bastards um, the government now have introduced a tax if you sell your clothes secondhand on Vintage or Depop or eBay or things like that. So before you were allowed 
I'm just don't quote me on this. I think you were allowed like um a thousand pound limit outside of that. You know, like do you know if you could get birthday money in your card? Technically, legally, you're meant to claim that to the tax. <laughs> oh God, no Oh my God, all the way fucked. Um, so digital platforms like the ones I've mentioned are now obliged to collect and share details of every transaction with the UK tax authority. Um, so that means that essentially HMRC are able to request any information from anywhere, and if they deem that you owe them tax based on outside your job, you're going to have to pay tax. Disgusting. That's so bad. Because in my head, I have paid tax on my wage packet. I bought that piece of clothing. Therefore, that piece of clothing I have already paid tax on. So why do I need, why does the government now need to collect tax off me when I have paid tax on that top? Yeah, you probably double paid tax though because you've been taxing your wages that you bought it with then you bought a top that probably had VAT on it so you've paid like that's another thing and then like tax. they're charging you again to like sell it it's like fuck off like go and direct your efforts at like all the big businesses like uh-huh. what are you, the Jimmy Cars of the world here hiding all their money in offshore yeah. <laughs> like go and direct your efforts at them like leave people selling their shit on Depop alone like what is point? like I ha- I I need to, in the process, I, I need to get rid of so many clothes. And I was thinking, I'll sell them in Vinted, I'll sell them in Depop. I'm just like, what the fuck is the point? I'm going to be taxed on selling my clothes. I know. And I've not even, I've, I sold so much stuff on there a few months ago. And I think I made about like 40 quid in total. <laughs> and I sold about 20 items, like, or like double that. Like I sold so much, but you just sell them for like two pounds, three pounds, at a time and then uh-huh. you, you get people on Vincent anyway messaging you saying hi hon I know you're selling this for two pound but will you sell it to me for a pound and it's like <laughs> you know I think I sold yeah like a pair of gloves for like 50p or something stupid see I'm de- fascinated by this how this, do you have to pay the postage and package on no so they um vincent add it on to the total so like say like i put something up for 50p yeah they'll say it's one pound 50 because they'll that includes like the shipping and that but i will get the 50p back from vincent so they'll give me 50p they don't take any money off me um but you can pay like extra to have like it bumped up so it's like on the front of the app and stuff Mm. like that but I was putting them up and you were, people were liking them and messaging me straight away. And Yeah. Can you return I, stuff on Vinted? I think you can, yeah. So I think you can if... Because when you sell it, they, like, the person who buys it gets loads of messages and I think they, they get asked, like, are you happy with it? Because I, I get notifications saying, like, so-and-so's, like, Kevin's received his parcel, but he's not let us know if he's picked it up uh-huh. or if he's happy with it so then eventually you'll get like and then when that person says yeah i'm happy with it that's when they say they'll put the money in your bank but it takes ages to get the money oh my god it takes like a week to get like um, two pounds it's ridiculous oh, i won't be that long but i think you can agree to give them a refund because i'm sure emily sold the top and the woman had said like oh it's not like what i was it's not a good quality so she just agreed to give the refunds but, but then they got the top back 
No, I think Emily just, but I think you can say to them, like, return it back to me or just keep it. And I think it was a tatty old top. So I think she said, just throw it in the bin. I'm such a fucking petty bitch. I'd be like, you're not getting a refund and keeping me top then the fucking thing back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm writing it back up on, on Vincent's. But um, I've always had brilliant reviews, but everything I've always sold being pretty much like worn once or brand new, but people do sell some shit on there, you know. Oh, fucking ridiculous. Well, I wonder with this news, will people stop selling stuff then? Honest. Yeah. What point? You know, what is the fucking point? Money grabbing bastard. Honestly, and then Pretty Patel, she fucking um, paid her mum and dad's energy fucking bills for the last five years out of the fucking taxpayers' money, but that's never brought up, is that? <laughs> oh my god. Selling a fucking fringe skirt, like. Um, okay, next story is going to be uh, just a quick little one. Um, France has elected their youngest prime minister. And he is openly gay, which is quite nice to see. So he's called Gab- Gabriel Attal. Gabriel Attal. Or Gabriel Attal. Um, he's 34 years old. So there's hope for us yet, guys. We're not 34 just yet. So if we want to become a world leader, it's proven that you can now be young. Because usually they're all like old fucking men, aren't they? Or old women. Um, so yeah. Um, so he's really put the LGBT qua in it. Love it. Um, so congratulations to him and hopefully with a younger leader he can get with the times and listen to his country and all that there. So we'll be keeping an eye on you, Gabriel. Uh, and the last story that we're going to talk about today because um, as I say, there's a lot of news to get through um, is in the UK at the minute um, doctors are reporting a surge in scabies. Uh-huh. It's the next fucking thing we need to deal with now. Um, so it's an acute shortage of treatments oh sorry I meant whatever that word sorry the nightmare situation poses a major public health threat and it's a highly contagious condition caused by mites that result in an itchy rash so I personally know someone who, who got scabies years ago and they said it was the most horrible experience they've ever had in their life because they're actually borrowing through your skin in little tunnels and they said like you constantly itch you're constantly warm they seem to be more active at night so you cannot sleep this person drastically lost a lot of weight um because of it um and it took three dermatologists and four doctors to diagnose that they actually had scabies so um and the person that i know thinks and this will knock you sick I never want you to do this again. They think they got it from trying on clothes in a changing room. Like, if you know things like that, like, you'll never do anything ever again because it's, like, all germs, like, oh. It can't be just transmitted from touching someone's hand and things like that who has it. So it's very easily contracted, which is quite concerning. Um, But if it is diagnosed quite early it can be treated quite early like you just have to like oil wash your bed sheets and you know put like loads of this like steroid kind of cream all over your body but if this is the new cupboard i'm just not leaving the house yeah same like yeah. that's not time pleasant although like i wouldn't mind losing a bit of timber to be honest but 
<laughs> do all things burrowing under my skin to do it. Like, <laughs> is that going to be the new Ozempic when you're on skates? Give me sure, Phil. Yeah, no, it's oh, no, and it can be in mattresses and you know just anything you touch. It can just it, it makes you like not want to leave the house, as you say now. If you know all the stuff, you don't want to. So yeah, just be careful, wash your hands all the time, everybody, and you can continue to use hand sanitizer, kill those bastards. Um, is there anything that you want to discuss that you have seen in the news? I don't think so. No. And to swords and used to be honest. <laughs> and it is very depressed and I will say that. Like I when I write, wrote all these topics down, I was like, oh, they sound actually quite funny. Uh they actually some most of them are very depressed. <laughs> um (laughs) so um if you've nothing else to talk about uh we'll take a break and we'll be right back with what's ragging our absolute shit okay so we are ready to rant about our annoyances of 2024 or Ellie, what do you want to start? What's a ragging your shit so far? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> the fact that it's January for one. <laughs> um, the coldness, it's just doing me head in. Like, it is starting to get a bit lighter slowly, but it's still too dark and it's still stupidly cold. Um, and yeah, just, um, January, like I'm full of spots. <laughs> I've got greasy hair. I'm trying to hold it because I'm just going back to normality, and I've got stuff planned this year. But in January, I always feel like oh, I've got nothing to look forward to uh-huh. because Christmas is out the way, New Year's all the way. Because you build that up for like from like October onwards. You're like, right, Christmas is coming, Christmas is coming. So then once it's gone, you're like, all right, okay, well, okay. Considering my birthday is in January, <laughs> I still like. But I don't like I don't like my birthday. I was saying to Aaron today, like I hate birth my birthday. Like I don't mind other people's birthdays, but I hate my own because I always feel like I have so much pressure to be like, oh, I have to do so much for my birthday, yeah. and like I have to wake up and like everything. Like I, you know, like you can't expect people to all be like, oh, it's your birthday, Bob. When realistically, I just want it to be a normal day. Like I just want to get up normally, like I do, but not be in work, obviously, which I won't be. And then do a few nice activities, but just everyone's like, oh, happy birthday. And then you just, yeah, too much pressure. It's like that meme of that guy, Jack White holds that. It's like, how was your day? What do you mean? How was my fucking day? (laughs) 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 I know. I think it's because now I'm getting older because, like, obviously every birthday when I was younger, it'd be like, go clubbing at the weekend or, like, go away on holiday. But now I'm, like, a proper adult and I've got, like, commitments and responsibilities. I can't, and I don't want to go clubbing on the weekends because that'll just make me feel even older. (laughs) It takes you, like, two weeks to recover from one night out. I know, um, I, don't. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it, really. Just general life, nothing in particular. And Mel, what's like in your 2024 so far? Uh, I think what's wrong me is, like, why do we have to eat healthy and why do we have to exercise? Why can I not just eat chocolate all day, every day and, like, not become a pathogen? Like, yeah. why in, like, 2024 have they not? Dissolved like a pillage. Well, I know there are like weight loss pills now, but like I just want to take something that'll make me skinny and make me stay skinny. Like I just cannot be bothered. Like, yeah, 
in the afternoon? It's a motivation. It is. It's pressure. It's because it's like what's all it's what's blasted all over social media. It's like, oh, new year, new us, you know, yeah. blah blah blah. Um. So my annoyance is that everything for email. Yeah, that's it. Bob. Um, my annoyances are. I could go into a lot of deep stuff, um, but I'm not going to bother. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just going to keep this very light, um, and then maybe down the line in a few weeks I'll be like fucking ready to let rip. Um, so I hate when you just funny little one. Um, I hate when you put on new clothes or pajamas and then you eat your dinner and you spill food instantly <laughs> on your. <laughs> um. Like, why couldn't he have done that last night when I was in my old yep. set of clothes? Um, really pisses me off. Um, and then the only kind of other one I'm going to talk about this week is um, cancelled appointments. Um, yes. So I had an experience on Tuesday. So at the start of December, um, so I am with an NHS dentist. And at the start of December, I booked... I rang the dentist to book a checkup appointment because it's been like December 2022 was my last checkup. Um, first of all, she says, oh, can you bring back in the new year? We're not doing checkups. It's emergency appointments only. And they've been saying this same speed since 2020. Um, oh, we don't have any enough dentists in this particular practice. We're not taking on any new patients. I was like, this has been for four years. Or, you know, you need to do something. Love. Anyways. Then she changed her mind on the phone. She's like, actually, I've got an appointment, um, like the 20th of December. And I was like, oh, I'll be in Ireland, so I can't do that. Is there nothing else? And she was like, oh, what about the 9th of January at 9 a.m.? I was like, that's perfect. So came off the phone, put it straight in my calendar. And I don't even need to put it on a calendar. My mind's like, I remember dates and appointments, but I just put it in to be safe. Um, Go to my appointment on Tuesday morning. Now, I got a tax there. It's like a, maybe a half hour walk. Uh, I was tired. I couldn't be arsed, so I just got a taxi. And £14 in a fucking Uber for a, a half-hour walk, which is like a 10-minute car journey. So fucking extortionate prices for the demand of that time of the morning. Got there. Their computer systems were down, so she couldn't actually check any of the people in for the appointments or check our names or anything. So there might be five people in the waiting room. And then when she got the system up, she went around everybody came to me she goes you know what she did about what's your name she goes oh I don't have you down for an appointment today it's Friday I'll be down at 9am and I was like are you taking the piss oh it's like I rang this was confirmed I've spent money to get here I've taken time out of work not working she don't need to know that but you know she was like so unapologetic and it might not have been her fault but if somebody has moved that appointment further in the week and not told me and this is not the first time it happened in December 2022 the last time I had a checkup um I was on my way to my appointment so 10 minute drive Nick was working from home that day he said I'll take you no bother so we left the, the house 10 minutes before as soon as we got into the car to leave the house they rang me and said oh we're gonna have to move your appointment to like two days time and I was like I could have been further away and been on my way and yeah. you're down with me 10 minutes before so I fucking lost the shit I was like this is not the first time this has happened I know it's probably not your fault but it could be your fucking fault so I don't actually know but like this is unacceptable 
And I'm just not thrown to a bitch now. I, yesterday I cancelled the appointment and I'm going to a private fucking dentist and I'm going to pay. I don't care if it's fucking hundreds. I'm not dealing with that level of service anymore. And this is the annoying thing. This is what the government wanted to happen. Yeah. They want this to happen. And I'd rather just, instead of them pretending that they're going to keep the NHS public, instead of them pretending and over the years the service gets that shit that people are going to be fed up just skip to the part where you're pretending and fucking make it private i can't be arsed with the level of service anymore like just make it fucking private and loads of people can't probably afford private and that's okay but and just i can't be dealing with that it's a waste of my time one of my annoyances is i can't stand people wasting my fucking time like Our time is short on this planet. I don't even want to fucking be on this planet, but if I have to be here, I want it to run fucking smoothly as possible. So it just winds my shit. So Do you I'm... know what rags me about like the dentist and the doctor and all though, but like they could leave you sitting there in that waiting room for like oh. an hour easily. Whereas yeah. like if you turn up two minutes late to when you're supposed to start sitting there, they'll be like, Oh, we can't mm-hmm. see you today. We can't take I know. you. You're like, well, I would have been sitting here for an hour anyway. Like, what fucking all is it? Yeah. Well, do you know what? I'm um I'm private now because I moved to Warrington, had a dentist, didn't go to the checkup. It was NHS. They kicked me oh, off. Yeah. I then got an NHS appointment, NHS dentist, a new one. Went to me appointments, was getting work done. COVID hit. Uh-huh. They cancelled me appointments. And then, because I never rang back after uh-huh. 12 months, they kicked me off. Yeah. So... I've now gone private with Aaron, but my first checkup at this private census, I was sat there for 40 minutes and she went, I'm sorry, you're going to have to come back later on today. You're going to have to come back. I don't want that happening. If I'm paying you more yeah. fucking money, that you better fucking I pay. was fuming. She was like, oh, the, there's an emergency that come in and like it's taking the census longer than inspectors. And I was like, how long? Because basically, I think my appointment was at one. I was sat there to 20 to two. She said, can you come back at three? <laughs> And I was like, well, how long has she got left? And he was, she was like, oh, she could be just another 20 minutes, half hour. I was like, well, I'll wait. She was like, well, we, we can't guarantee that. We don't want you to wait. So I was like, I'd rather wait than go yeah. all the way home because I don't live by the census either. So like, it's like a bus away for me. So I had to get the bus. By the time I got home, I had to go back again. I was like, I could have just sat there and waited. But they didn't want me to sit in the waiting room because of COVID yeah. and all that. That's so silly. It's like Shania had had a similar thing where her dentist back home, COVID happened, she rang up because she had a toothache and they said, oh, you haven't rang us in like 10 months, 12 months, whatever it was, so we've taken you off the books. And Shania was like, but it was COVID, you weren't seeing anybody, so please make more fucking sense. Like, it's it's so annoying. And for four years for this particular practice to say, we have a shortage of dentists, where are all the fucking dentists going? Are they all going to the private clinics because they know they'll get paid more money? Maybe. It's just, this This is what I mean when I say don't take anything for face value. It's just, it's all plan. And the, us, the small little people don't really understand it, but it's all slowly piecing to fucking gather that there is stuff at play here, though. I'm sounding like such a conspiracy theorist, and I kind of probably fucking am in a way, but like, they are, they are slowly doing this to the NHS to make it look like oh, we've tried our very best, and then they'll make it private when the public's opinion is oh this this is what needs to happen now because the service is shit just fucking make it happen and stop with the fucking bullshit we can see right through it yeah <sighs> right so i'll put out a question <laughs> <laughs> uh what other people's annoyances were 
and here we are. So the first one is slow drivers. If you can't drive with the speed limit, then get off the road. Yes, true. But don't drive too fast because you may cause accidents. Uh, next one is January blues. Yes. Fucking sick of them. And we're almost halfway through, which is quite positive. So. Tuesday, we're halfway through January. Yeah. Um, New year, new me bullshit. <laughs> Great. Uh, next one is going back to work and having to say happy new year a million times and talk about Christmas for the entire first week back. Yeah. Agree with that. 100%. I yeah. hate explaining myself. I don't care what you did. I don't care what your children got for Santa. Fuck off. <laughs> happy new year. And then that's it. Don't want to yeah. say it any <laughs> And the last one is January AJ being so far away. <laughs> yes. You spent a lot of money over December. And even early January, you spend a lot of money because I feel like you're a bit down and depressed. You're like, fuck it, I'll treat myself. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Do you know what, though? I am very grateful. I get paid on the 15th of every month. So, like, oh, I'm literally getting paid, like, this weekend. Well, oh, Monday. Yeah. So, and I get paid on the 15th of December. So, I don't really feel it. But, like, Aaron, he got paid. So, he meant to get paid 26. He got paid the 15th of December. Uh-huh. And he's not getting paid now until 26. So, he's like... Oh, God. oh that's a crime. Yes. Yeah. Almost six, actually. That's horrible. Um, right. So uh we'll take a little break and we'll be back with our weekly topic. And we're back. Now every week we do a topic and I know it's the sort of the episode we said we're fed up and hearing about Christmas and stuff, but I feel like for the first episode we need to talk about New Year resolutions. Um, and then that will be the festive episodes done for like 11 months <laughs> <laughs> um, so I put out a question box which I'll discuss later but I it's all about do you believe in New Year's resolutions do you do them yourself have you done them have they been successful have you failed always doing them um, what are your kind of opinions on New Year's resolutions Curtis um, well, I think they're a crock of shit, to be honest. I really do. Um, I have tried in the past, more so when I was younger. Um, tried, but I when I was younger, I always tried to do like really, un like really ambitious ones. So like, uh-huh. I'm not gonna drink for the whole of January. I'm not gonna go out. Like, I'm gonna save my money. And it's like when I was like 18, 19, like the part of my life where that was all I did. Uh-huh. spend money and go out so uh, yeah i think i think there's a lot of pressure around the new year for people to first of january to be like uh-huh. right i've got to put my um new year's resolutions and i've got to stick to them and i'm gonna and that's why everybody they fail i mean if people can do them goes on them like if they've if they've really stuck to it goes on them but nine times out of ten they fail because you burn yourself out within the first couple of days like so i I've not set myself any official, but obviously I get married next year, so I really need to like start doing exercise and losing weight again because um, I've really enjoyed myself the last half of last year, <laughs> pretty too much. Um, so I kind of need to get into it. So obviously, I we me and Aaron have said like we need to start getting into it, and yeah. I did go to the gym on the first of January, right? Oh, shut up, Ellie! You took in the pen. But, do you know why I went? Well, I said I needed to, but I also went because I'd had an argument with Aaron and I was pissed off. And I was like, right, I'm going. Because oh. it was all fueled up and I was like, 
<laughs> this is it. This is new year, new me, like all that shit. I'm going to do it. So when the gym was all feels that angry and it, I kind of made me feel, feel oh. really better, but not being since. And then last week, me and Erin kept saying, we're going to go, we're going to go. And then Erin said, why don't we just start on Monday? It's a brand new week. We're back in work. I was like, happy days. Let's go. Um, He's like joined Pure Gym because I already had my gym membership, but he's joined it now. And we said, we were like, all oh, right, we're going to go in the morning, 5am, we're going to go because we don't want to go too late at night. Every morning this week, we have set an alarm for quarter to five, five o'clock, half five. Monday just was a race off. Tuesday was a race off again. Yesterday, where I woke up at 5am, went to the toilet, it was like too cold. I'll stay in bed till half five. Got up at half five. No, we got up a quarter to six. We got ready. We got in the car. We went to the gym. Because our gym's like all glass, we could see in the gym. Every treadmill was taken. It was mm-hmm. chocker in that gym. So we didn't even get out of the car. We drove around a circle around the gym and went back home. Like we were home by six o'clock. We literally didn't even get out of the car. And then last night we got into bed. We've been going to bed like half nine, ten, because we're like, right, we're, this is it. Tomorrow morning, it's our like start of our journey. So we got into bed last night. I set me alarm for quarter to five. Half one in the morning, we were still awake, just watching TV, reading, because we couldn't sleep. So everyone was like, right, this isn't going to happen. We're not going to go to the gym at five o'clock in the morning. Like, it's not going to work out. Why don't you set your alarm for 7 a.m.? We'll go to the park by ours. Like, I'll drive to it. We'll walk, do like two laps around the park, and then we'll come back and we've got our steps in, and that'll give us some motivation to go to the gym. Yeah. 7 a.m. came. I got up, put all my clothes on, like put my gym clothes on and was like, let's go. And he was like, okay, he's getting up. And as he got up, I laid in bed and he was like, we're not going, are we? I was like, <laughs> so then I got changed back into my PJs. So now apparently we're going to go tonight and he's in his gym clothes tonight. now. Yeah. So we said, right, because we were also today, we were going to go to Aldi, like walk to Aldi. No, we drove. Uh-huh it's just not so it's that kind of thing so apparently we're gonna go tonight and i really hope so because i'm kind of getting nervous like i really want to go but yeah it's just oh my god it is so much pressure so yeah resolutions i don't think they work or maybe we'll keep going so that you can like sign it off a little bit. I know, I know. So it's like, because since the 1st of January, we've been like, right, get our water intake in, get our steps in, getting this. Not done a single thing. Mm, see, I think that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. But I'm not saying to myself it's resolutions because if I say it's me New Year's resolutions, I'll just uh-huh. it'll just go. It'll just go. A lot of pressure, even if it's not, if you're not if you don't have the mindset of it's a resolution, it's still <laughs> a lot of pressure to put on yourself, and that's where the guilt oh. comes in because if you don't do it, you feel so guilty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel so guilty. Like it's been eaten away at me every morning. I've been getting up, and I've been like, and even Aaron said just even when we came back, he was like. I'm proud of you. And I was like, why? He was like, because we both got up. Like, I'm proud of me and you because we got up to go to the gym. And I was like, did get out the fucking car with it? Small snap. Small snap. Oh, yeah. We got outside the door, but we didn't get out the car. I would be the same though. I've seen all the people play. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was horrendous. I was like, nah, I can't go in there. It puts you off. Yeah. It's up. Um, right, Mel, what about you? Um... 
yeah, like I agree. I think resolutions and stuff are a bit of a pile of shite. I think like it's really delusional to think like come dead on first of Jan, you're going to be able to just like, switch on hell beating because like the majority of people like you've been on the steps the night before, whether it be in the house or going out or whatever, like most people have a drink in the house for New Year's Eve and then you get up yeah. the next day and you're tired and dying and like for me i was back at work the day after new year's day uh-huh. so i was sort of depressed as well and i was like well am i fuck starting a new healthy fucking regime today like of all days so i've come up with a way around it right okay. so like you just can do this too and see if it works because it's sort of like working for me a wee bit right so like i'm calling january a transition month so like if you, even if you do like one thing that's healthier than what you were doing, like pre Christmas, then that's good. That's better than what you were doing before. Oh, I love that. So like, it's just a wee transition, and then you know, like, say, because I added for me, it was like water and stuff, and then it was like steps and all the rest of it. So I was like, right, I'll start with water, and then when I've done that for a couple of days, I'll be like, right, we'll add the steps in, and. There's been days where I've not got the steps because I've been doing stuff, but it's like, well, I still got the water. That's good. Like <laughs> <laughs> transition month, and then like, don't put pressure on yourself. Like, okay. if you've done one thing, like Ellie, you get a salad for your tea there, even if you don't go to the gym, sure you're sweet. Yeah, do you know what? You should be like a motivational speaker because that's kind of motivated me now. That's made me think, do you know what? I've had water in my salad today, so I'm proud of myself. Yeah. I got into my gym clothes twice this week. <laughs> I'm making small steps. Yeah, there you go. Transition like yourself into it, and then like bro, come like bed, you'll be like, right, okay, I've done my wee small steps. So we'll yeah. add them all together now, and we'll be health queens in February. That's yeah. really cool. So Thank what you. what would you say, Mel? Would your advice so if January you just cannot find the motivation, like how you, you can't even do the water or the steps? What would you say? How would you transition into that? Say February. Like, <laughs> But that's the thing if you don't want to do it like don't do it like you yeah. know you have to want to do it like because it's all you know people are like oh I, I can't eat healthy i can't do this can't do whatever like it's you just like in the back of your head like you just don't want to like it's like well, don't force yourself like i think it's like the guilt as you say though ellie like you just feel so good you're like oh, i should be doing this i should be doing that like you know if you don't want to do it like just don't you know yeah. like, don't even like, but then don't feel guilty about not doing it. Like, you know, you've made a choice. Like, you know, you need a wee rest day every now and again. Sometimes you need a wee dominoes. Like, just uh-huh. Well, I've had a takeaway this week already. And like Mel was saying, like, don't feel pressure. Because a lot of people think from the 1st of January, you've uh-huh. got to launch everything. that, Like, you've got to launch all your alcohol, mm-hmm. all your Christmas chocolate. You've got to launch all that. No, still enjoy that because everyone gets shitloads of chocolate for Christmas. Like for Christmas. <laughs> I still got loads. I'm still eating mine during the day, even though I'm like crying, mm. thinking I should have gone to the gym this morning. <laughs> but you're correct, Mel. Like you should continue enjoying those things uh-huh. and then do your other little things in the side. And then if you haven't, then you've got so January's depressing month as it is. Yeah, life's hard enough. So let us have the little vices that we have and enjoy, you know, you're here to live your life and enjoy yourself. It's not all about like guilt and I should have done that. Be guilty, have that chocolate bar or about crisps or whatever, you know. Yeah. Life's about balance at the end of the day so we shouldn't come come christmas this year you'll have um put we'll have put all the weight back <laughs> <laughs> and then i'll be really crying 
We'll see you in 11 months time, Ellie. <laughs> no, my wedding year. Oh, my God. I know I've not done anything for the whole year. That's what I'll be like this time. Yeah. Like, it's crazy to me how we're almost halfway through January already. Like, it is as yeah. as January is. It's going very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, Which is a good thing at the same time, because every day that goes by, we're getting closer to, like, longer evenings. Bring it on. Um, for me, New Year's resolutions, like, I personally don't believe in them. Like, I think when I see, like, all these influencers or even people I know on my social media posting about, like, New Year, New Year, New Year, New Me, um, like, this is going to be my year. You know, all that bullshit, like, it's just like, oh, come on. Like, you're just doing it for the light and the attention. Yeah. You know, on the 5th of January, you'll be, like, crying into your big share bag of Chris Lunch and TV, like, like the rest of us. We're just not posting about it, you know. <laughs> um, I don't believe in them. I think if you're going to make changes, I agree with Mel, it should be, like, transitional, small steps. And then that probably leads to more success. It's just adding yeah. unnecessary pressure when it comes to the 1st of January. And when people say they're doing dry January, technically they're not. If they're still drinking after midnight, after, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're drinking a glass of Prosecco or champagne. That's not dry January, honey, because you're drinking in January. I asked somebody about that. I was like, does it still technically count? And like we came up with the general rule that it's like when you go to bed, and then that starts to <laughs> I know, I suppose, because I, I, if I stay up past midnight, I would still say it's the day that I'm in, even though it's mm-hmm. so, like mm-hmm. a technicality, isn't it? Well, I don't know, it's dryish January. Dryish <laughs> <laughs> Um. So yeah, I think it's just unnecessary pressure to make such dramatic and drastic changes to your life so soon, like, especially when you have cut your out of your normal routine, so like the two weeks yeah. of Christmas, you're you're kind of eating shit. You're not moving as much as you, you would be in normal circumstances. So to go from routine to no routine and then to go from no routine to not even on your normal routine to try and change that 100%, it's, it's just not, in my head, achievable. If people can do it, more power to you. But are you going to do it for the month of January or are you able to stick to it all year? Like, because then it's not a New Year's resolution, is it? If you don't do it all year, in my head, it's just, it's, it doesn't make sense. If you want to make small changes, just do them without making such a big deal about it. Yeah. You know, like go to the gym, but it doesn't have to be your New Year's resolution, as Ellie said earlier, like, that you're not thinking that it's your New Year's resolution. Um, do you know what the people that like, go on about and I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation of this Veganary Veganary yeah yeah like oh fuck off like I don't actually really know what to eat other than like fish like not (laughs) (laughs) like fuck off like if you want to do something for the planet then do it in December but see if you really cared about veganism then you wouldn't have turkey on Christmas Day and you'd do it in December, but you're waiting yeah. to die because you know that you, you want to eat your fucking Christmas turkey. So oh, it's all facade. It's all fake bullshit. It's all social media crap. Uh, does my head in. Um, although I will say, I don't think this is a New Year's resolution, but for me, 2024 for me, it's all about me cutting people out of my life who don't bring me any pleasure anymore. You know me, I say it how I say it. And if I don't like it or you've done something, I'm going to bring it up. But this year, so, so so much more on social media, like on my Facebook, I have deleted like 400, 500 people. Um, 
in the past oh. kind of like 10 days not because i don't really not like them it's just because like i haven't if i haven't spoken to you in like a year or two and we don't interact then what's the point of me having you i don't want to see your life and i'm sure you don't, probably don't want to see mine so i'm just like mm. i just want my my close people in my social circle now um so just cleanse i think that's kind of my quotations new year's resolution that's the only kind of thing i believe in um and that's a good one actually like fuck the healthy eating fuck the dry january fuck the veganism whatever it's called um double down on the person that you are is your new year's resolution why do you have to change why can't the year change yeah. like we year need us why is it not same new year same us same old ups you know why do you have to make a change why can't you just accept that this is how i am and fuck it yeah Rain, why can't that be your new year's resolution exactly <laughs> it's all about acceptance um yeah I, I don't have the energy to make such drastic changes and not go so yeah fuck it um although if i was that type of person I would love to like get fitter and get healthier and stuff. Um, I'd love to learn a new language. I'd love to play an instrument. But again, why do they have to be in January? Why can't you do it in April or June? Yeah. Why does every day I have to start on a Monday? Like, <laughs> do you know, it should just be whenever you want. It's like just putting it off and it's, oh, whatever. I'm going all on now, but you, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my kind of opinion on it. Is there anything else to add to New Year's resolutions? Um, no, just that. That's why they fail because people don't get the result they want in January and then they think, right, I can't start through the year now. Like, because if I've not started in January, then I can't just do it halfway through the year and then it gets to December and then all of a sudden it's near any me. So that's why they just don't work. And that's why you shouldn't have the mindset of, I'm going to do this as my New Year's resolution. You shouldn't say the words, my New Year's resolution is no. because it won't happen. It'll mm. fail. A hundred percent. I mean, I actually think something very interesting. And the reason why people feel like such this lull in January is because the new year isn't actually meant to start until the 1st of March. Really? Because yeah. the 1st of March, well, I don't know if that's correct, but the start of March is spring so it emphasizes new beginnings easter's usually oh no maybe it's april no sorry maybe it's april no it's april fuck not march it's april so from the first of april it's all about that's the start of spring it's easter that's when like the lambs are all born that's when jesus risen again you know that's to signify longer evenings and stuff people are happier around that time of the year supposedly um I've lost my train of thought. What the fuck was what point of me bringing this up? That's actually the start of the new year. Yeah, so that's the start of the new year. So back in the olden days, I don't know um, when it was, but there was 13 months in the calendar with four weeks and 28 days on each one. And Easter Sunday was the 365th day. And that was just a anomaly day that didn't have a month. It was just its own special day. And that equals 365 days. Um, there was 13 star signs everything looks back to the start of the year being first of April but the Catholic Church or the churches the religion they changed it to keep people in line um to be depressed in the start of the year so we would all feel 
and that is quite quite actually psychologically i can believe that that could be honest what's well, a chinese new year it's not like february or something february i think uh, so you know like there's like there's three new years she could have but go out but like do you know what i mean you don't <laughs> This is giving me so much motivation and hope. This is giving me so much hope. Don't give people any ideas about starting new Chinese New Year. (laughs) Year. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so um, if you're any like anything like us three, don't do them. You know, if you can do them, more power to you. And please bottle up your motivation and fucking sell it to us, please. Otherwise. You know, just accept who we are, and you know. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe can people write in with their um, stories of saying with that they did do their like they stuck to their uh, New Year's resolutions? Because I want to know if that if anyone's ever done that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know personally anybody. I don't think. No. <laughs> um, maybe we need to get a, like a better circle of people at my desk. <laughs> influences on each other um so i did put out a question box just to see like if people did new year's um resolutions of people believed in them etc so a few people wrote in so the first one was no i never stick to them i think stop putting pressure on yourself and just make small changes slowly we can all agree with that um my resolution this year was to be on time for things so far it's not worked out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well you still got time honey it's the 11th of jan but maybe circle back and fit um my next one is my new year's resolution is to have more sex okay <laughs> well, then, you get it girl <laughs> you get it girl if that works for you um oh my god i'll start with well, this in the dms this is for rag and mission but i'm just gonna put it in here so this person says, um, what's wagging their shit was just because I said, let's circle back in January. It doesn't actually mean we need to circle back, leave me alone. <laughs> was that Janine by NHL? We said on each other, let's circle back means. She was sending you stuff and I was like, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the last one I have is every year we always put pressure on ourselves to make a resolution to change ourselves. Why can't the resolution just to be yourself? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. To be happy. Be fucking happy. <laughs> um, okay. So I did try and lock up like examples of people that succeeded or failed with New Year's resolutions. But it was all just Americans and I just can't be honest reading them. Like they're all too like happy, happy and Oh my God, you need to like do this. Then like I succeeded enough. Good for you. Um, but yeah, we'll just be miserable and say we can't do them. <laughs> um, so we'll take a little break and we'll be right back um, with our advice section. season. And we're back. So on the little break, Mel just actually informed me that I did say before starting this episode, something I want to change this year is making these episodes shorter. And Mel has said that she thinks we're sticking to that. So I'm succeeded. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. So every week we put out a question box and just ask them any life problems, any advice, anything that you want um, to discuss with us. Um, so the first one that I have 
is this person can't fucking stop snacking. So obviously with the pressure of the new year, they're trying to eat healthy um, snacks, but they still end up overeating. Any advice? I can't give them advice because that's me. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really sympathize me. Don't have the stuff in the house. Do you know, like, if it's not there, you can't eat it. Like, huh. that's the only thing I can think of. But then that's hard too. Because, like, do you know, whenever, like, in the evening you're a wee biscuit or something, like, yes. you know. Yeah, it's a hard one. I think for me about biscuits, right? I'm not, I'm not the, the world's biggest bit too. For me, my snack would be crisps. But I have tried to change my crisps to snack jacks You know, like the flavour sour cream and onion one or sour cream and chai, whatever they are. Um, you know the big massive packs you get? Apparently only one of them, Snacker Jacks, like 43 calories. So I did eat the whole, oh. you know, it's like only 300 calories, that's crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the way to do it, but maybe swap in for stuff like that. Maybe overeat the healthy snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the thing about the chocolate one, the sweet treats or something as well? Just love. Fucking I mean, you can there. get like dark chocolate instead of. Yeah, you can get dark chocolate. Normal chocolate. chocolate. Really healthy. It's good for your heart. Yeah. Do you know what I did years ago when I was in boot camp? When I actually lost loads of weight in boot camp, oh. they said to me, every time you feel a bit hungry, drink some water. Because uh. obviously it fills you up when you drink water. But it also helps take your urges away. So I was saying that's where, and the other day I was like, because we're overeating at the moment. And I said, what we should do is, because we were eating, like last week, we were trying to eat like healthy meals, but then we were so hungry afterwards. Yeah. So I was like, what we should start doing is every time we get hungry or we want to go up to the kitchen and get something, either get some fruit or drink some water. I have definitely read that somewhere before that like all the times, not, well not all the times, but like, do you know, say you feel hungry 10 times in a day, uh-huh. like seven of them are from being thirsty. It's not even from being mm-hmm. hungry. I definitely like read that somewhere. So yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. But don't give yourself water intoxication at the same time by drinking too much water. How much water? How much water? I don't know, but Why I've seen it on TikTok. People were like making themselves ill because they were doing that like 75 hours where you've got to drink like seven gallons in a day or something stupid oh no that's ridiculous and then like as well if you drink loads of water you'll be getting up and down to go to the toilet all the time so you get the steps in too (laughs) that's true actually yeah that is very true and you won't have time to think about going in the kitchen because you'll be weighing too much weighing that one um i just thought actually machine of thoughts all over the place of january blues you know i said sweet treats Swap your biscuits for rich teas. They're they're like oh, a really sh- healthy biscuit. Apparently, I always put butter on mine, so maybe a bit of jam or something to give them a wee bit of flavour. Nick always finds that really strange. Um, I love a wee butter digestive, although like they're not good for you. Like don't no. eat <laughs> butter digestive. So, there are things you can do, but it's just hard, and I don't really have much advice other than overeating healthy snacks. Because <laughs> I don't have the motivation right now. I'm still in Christmas mode where I'm like still eating my tubs of sweets and yeah, you know all the shit. But like you know the biscuit selection, biscuit boxes that people give you and stuff. Oh, I love that. Exactly. If there's still Christmas food in the house, yeah. it needs to go at some point, it's and you can't. It's a waste. Not yeah. Um. Okay. And the last question I have. Um. Well, there's a few, but I'm just going to, I'll save them for another week. Um, okay, this one is, I want to better myself this year. Um, 
I really want to learn like a new skill um, and overall become healthier. I'm lacking focus and overall motivation. Have we any advice to help motivate this person? I guess that's what we said. Like, you know, don't try and do everything at once. Like pick one thing. Like if you want to learn a new skill, like pick whatever it is and like say, right, okay, I'm going to do like two yeah. hours this week. And then like once you've done that for a couple of weeks, be like, right, okay, I'll add in Huh. steps and then once you've kind of done that for a wee while be like right okay we'll focus on water now like you know don't try and do everything all at once because then you'll just like fry your own head and then yeah give yeah up after a few weeks see i i try that sometimes but you know when you say to yourself much like ellie and erin going to the gym <laughs> you'll say you'll do these things i know in my experience and then when it comes to the time you're just like absolutely dreadful. you're just like oh have to get out of bed and oh yeah but then you do feel better when you do it's just once you get over that initial slump of getting up and doing it you're like okay i've done it now do you know what yeah. i mean yeah the problem is your mind's too strong like yeah. like like all our minds are like we are too much in our minds rather than just not thinking about it and getting up and doing it but it's easier said than done. Oh, very easier said. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm I'm not really the best advice at that question. No, I'm not. <laughs> my advice. She is our, our regular life coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should be on as like a positivity coach. Love it. Yeah, and you've got till April anyway, because it's not the start of the new year yeah. till then. Exactly. So that's the takeaway from this. Um, if you are feeling like you're struggling or you can't be bothered to make changes, but you know you need to make the change, give yourself January, February, March as transition months. So on the first of April, which is actually quite funny because Easter Sunday actually March this year. Yeah, Monday, oh, like, <laughs> uh, Holy Monday or Easter Monday is the first of April, so that's the bank holiday. So you're off on the bank holiday the first of April. You know, that's the start of Jesus is back. You know, you can really just ascend into your positive change. So, yeah, give yourself, the, you know, the three months to break yourself in, you know, gently, gently. <laughs> um, okay, so that brings us to the end of the episode. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, please like, share and review the podcast. Give us five stars wherever you get your podcast at Apple podcasts, Spotify, etc, etc. Um, I'd like to thank my fabulous co-hosts Ellie and Mel for joining me tonight. Um, but we hope you all have enjoyed the episode. Um, hopefully we've given you fabulous advice to, you know, take your 2024 to where you want it to be. Um, always take your milk thistle. Please drink responsibly. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.